on, I want to hear your worship. Come on, let your worship saturate the atmosphere. We pray for you tonight. Oh God. Oh God. Looking for a, you need to be looking for a person that has the information that you need in order to shift in this season. Come on, let me take my time right here because this is where a lot of us, we can start to get confused because somewhere along the way, the enemy has tried to convince us that we have the key to open the door. No, you have the keys to the kingdom. But when it comes to a door, there is somebody standing behind it that will determine if it can be open for you. How do they determine if it can be open for you? They see your faithfulness and what you were doing already. How do we know that God operates like this? Well, do you remember David? The Bible says that David was busy taking care of his daddy's sheep. David was not concerned about the Kingship. He didn't even know that he was qualifying for the kingship, but he was concerned about the sheep. And the Bible says that when the enemy tried to come and kill the sheep, David did everything in his power to kill the enemy and to make sure and to make sure that his sheep stayed alive. That's what qualified him to be able to walk into the kingship. The kingship was a door. The Bible says that when Saul missed his opportunity, David gained his. Come on, let me encourage somebody today and let you know that there is something that you are qualifying for right now because you are being faithful over what God has given you to do or you've been faithful over what God had given you to do in the previous season. That's the only way that you're going to be able to walk in this new thing. You don't just show up in the kingship. You don't just show up in a new season. No, a new season comes to you when you obey an instruction or when you obey a command and when you are faithful, when you are found faithful over that command, then that's when a new season opens up to you. Contrary to popular belief, it does not open up to you when you turn around three times and when you shout loud. Come on, I ain't hearing nobody say nothing right there. A new season does not open up to you when you turn around three times and when you shout loud. Hold on one second. Because that's what, for whatever reason, I don't know where we got this doctrine from and believing that if I shout real hard on Sunday morning, then my season is going to change. No, new seasons show up when you are faithful over your last. And so here David is. He's being faithful over what God has commanded him to do. And the Bible says that Samuel shows up with a horn of oil and pours it on him. Now, here's the thing. That was not even, that wasn't even the thing that qualified him for the kingship because there were still tests that he had to go through. And the test that he had to go through was not killing Saul. Come on. For some of us, 
the, the test that we have to go through in this season is making sure that we don't become offended at the person that was sent to make us better. Come on, even the same thing for Joseph. If Joseph would have allowed his frustration and his and his pain to consume him, Joseph would have never qualified for the governorship. But because Joseph's eyes, because Joseph's uh, eyes or his mindset or whatever you want to call it, because Joseph realized why God allowed everything to take place in his life. Because Joseph realized that at that moment, he qualified for something greater. Come on, I want to encourage somebody on today that feels like that feels like, Lord, I don't know why I'm going through this. This is painful. I don't know what you're doing, Father. I feel like I'm going nowhere. I feel like nothing's happening. I feel like this is not going to work. Come on. There is a reason why you're going through what you're going through. And perspective is what you have to catch down through. Because if you do not catch perspective, I guarantee you that you are going to miss your moment. You're going to miss your opportunity for your next. And we, and let me tell you something. You don't want to be in a place where you miss God. You don't, that's where Saul found himself. He, God gave him an instruction. Come on, today is about instructions. I don't know who I'm talking to on here, whether if you're watching via Facebook or whether if you're watching through the Fishbowl Radio Network, it is about instruction. And let me tell you something, when you learn how to follow the instruction, when you learn how to receive information from heaven and follow, follow the information or do what you've been instructed to do, that's when you qualify for the open door. And so as I stated before, let me say it again, because somebody needs to catch this on today. For every door, there is a doorknob. And on every doorknob, there is a keyhole. There is a lock. And on every lock, every lock has a key that is associated with it. And every key is in somebody's pockets. One thing that you're not going to do, you're not going to leave up out of your house without your keys because how you're going to get back in your house. Well, this is what that door, that, that, that's how it is with the open door, uh, uh, with the open door that God wants to give you. Somebody has to open it for you. Come on here. My God, I got to take my time right here. Somebody has to open it for you. And the way that they open it for you is they see that you are worthy of it. Come on. A lot of us, we are praying prayers and we are asking for stuff that we are not worthy of. Oh my God, I'm I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. This might not be the message that you want to hear today, but some of us, we are praying prayers and we are asking for stuff that we don't qualify for. And we are getting upset because we are not seeing our prayers come to pass. And we are asking the Lord, we're like, God, how come you're not answering my prayer? And God is responding back by saying, did you do what I told you to do? Come on for 
some of us, there's commands that God gave to us way back in 2020 that we have not followed through with. But let me tell you what we are following through with. We're following through with commands that we got from our job. Come on. We're following through with stuff that our boss told us to do. Some stuff, projects that our boss gave us on yesterday. We're halfway done with it. But projects and, and commands that God gave to us back when, when the world was shut down from COVID, we still haven't followed through with that. And let me tell you one of the reasons why we have not followed through with it, because our perception is off. We don't, we, we, we don't, oh my God, our perception is off and we are thinking that it is all on us or it is completely our responsibility to get it done. This is what you have to understand. At the end of the day, God will send you help in order to get the vision done. You cannot do it in your own power. As a matter of fact, let me just go ahead and say this. Let me go ahead and say this. If you think for one second, if you think for one second that you could, that you can do this thing in your own power, you are sadly mistaken. And also, if God, if you feel that you can do it in your own power, I guarantee you that what you're trying to accomplish is not God. I, I can... I can just about, because let me tell you something. When God gives you something, it's big and it requires help. God is not fin. He is not finna wake you up in the wee hours of the morning. He's not gonna place a burden on your heart to do something for the kingdom of God. And it's only something that, that it's only something that you are capable of carrying. I, that's probably a good idea, but it's not a God idea because if it was a God idea, it's going to take strength. It is going to take fervor. It is going to take faith. Come on. Let me say that again. It's going to take faith and a whole lot of faith. It is going to take everything that you have. And today, I feel like some of you have come on this broadcast because God wants to bring you back to the command that he gave you years ago. And God is saying, look, this is where I am. I'm up here. I have a door that has your name on it that I'm ready to open up for you. But your perception has been has been distorted. Your perception has been completely thrown off. You, 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 you are not receiving the help that I am sending to you. I want to do this thing for you, but the mindset that you have is completely distorted and I want to fix it. <clears throat> I absolutely love the story of this man because the Bible says that, um, that he saw men walking as trees. And then the Bible says the next thing that happened, Jesus, he laid his hands on him again and he could see clearly. Come on. Why did God have to start when he saw men as trees? That was the first level of his healing. Let me tell you what God does. God heals you from the inside out. 
level. God heals you from the inside out. In other words, in other words, he removes first what's stopping you from seeing. Now, the doctor might be saying that it's cataracts that's stopping you from seeing. The doctors might be saying that it's sugar behind your retina or sugar behind your pupil that's stopping you from seeing. But God is saying, no, it's hurt that's stopping you from seeing. It's trauma that's stopping you from seeing. Come on, God might be saying to some of you, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's pain from your childhood that you, that you, it's offense, it's unforgiveness, it's bitterness that's stopping you from seeing. And so then what God would do at that moment is he would say, let me deal with the bitterness. Let me deal with the offense. Let me deal with the pain from your childhood. But in order for him to do that, you have to admit that it's there. You can't say to yourself, oh, I see fine. Ain't nothing wrong with me. And you're walking around here and you're tripping up over stuff that's in front of you. It, you have to say, do you have to admit to yourself that something is wrong? Can you imagine if your physical eyesight was damaged, but you were in denial about it and you're tripping up over stuff? You can't, you can't hardly see and you're still driving around knowing that you have issues. Come on, that's how so of us look in the realm of the spirit. We're in denial about what's going on on the inside of us and we're still trying to move forward and we're still trying to please God, but yet we cannot move forward because God needs to fix that first. But what we have been taught, here goes that theory again. We've been taught that, no, we have to be strong, especially as, as, as black women. We, we are labeled with this, with this label that calls us a strong black woman. And so we're trying to be strong knowing that we can't see knowing that we cannot perceive what God is trying to show us. I'm not talking about your physical eyesight. I'm talking about your spiritual eyesight. We try to be strong and we try to act like that thing didn't hurt us. That thing didn't affect us. We try to act like what we experienced when we were in our teens and what we experienced when we were, when we were in pre, when we were in, in nursery school and in elementary school or primary school, we try to act like we're over it, but we're not because the way that we know that we're not over it is because whatever it is that we experience, we're still afraid of it. Whatever it is that we experienced that traumatized us, that caused us to get hurt, we're still afraid of it. We still cry over it. Mm. We're still affected by it, but we will tell ourselves that we're not. And we don't understand that the more that we deny it, the more it hinders us and it keeps us from moving forward. And so now that we've had that bad experience with that person, now we think that everybody's like that. Come on, some of you women that are that are single and you desire to be married, one of the reasons why you're not married yet is because you are still you are still holding the 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 guy that you were once uh, engaged to or in a relationship with, you are still holding him captive. And he ain't even in your life anymore. 
and he ain't been in your life for the last seven years, but you're still holding him captive. And every guy that tries to approach you and that tries to pursue you, you give him every reason as to why he can't. You give him every reason as to why he shouldn't. And then you got the nerve to say, oh, well, he just, he ain't my type. No, it is not that hard to find somebody. Let me tell you what's going on. You've been hurt. Your perception is off. And so you can't see love, even if it's standing before you. You can't recognize a good guy, even if it's standing, if he's standing before you. Look, there's this video that's going around. Just this week, it was released <clears throat> of a young woman putting her date on blast. And for those of you that are wondering, what does blast mean? I mean, she put her date all over social media because he wanted to take her to Cheesecake Factory and she didn't want to go. And so she was saying that she was saying, I'm dressed too nice to go to Cheesecake Factory. And I mean, she was just doubting this guy. I was so embarrassed for him. Since when did Cheesecake Factory become a, a place where you can't take a date, where you can't go out on a date? Like what is really going on? And so for some of us, we we are just like that girl. You, you, you say, you say that, you know, you want somebody to love you when you say that you want to be married, but you are, you're difficult to please. And let me tell you one of the reasons why you're difficult to please because you're hurt and you refuse to let it go. And you're, ho you're holding on to that hurt because somewhere along the way, the enemy has tried to convince you that if you hold on to it, it will make you stronger. If you hold on to it, it will let people know that they can't play with you. If you hold on to it, it will cause people to take you seriously. But really, let me tell you what the enemy does. He takes truth and he wraps a lie around it. Really what's happening is the more that you hold on to it, the more that people find you unapproachable. The more that you hold on to it, the more people find that you are unpleasable. The more that you hold on to it, the more you build a wall and you keep people out. And so you can no longer say to God, Lord, I don't understand why you won't send me nobody. How come you won't send me no friends? How come nobody loves me? How come nobody wants to hang with me? Because you have a 10 foot wall up and and you are telling your, and oh my God, you have a 10 foot wall up that you built to keep people out. You have, oh, your heart has become so callous and you refuse to get in the presence of God and allow him to soften it. And so come on, let me just prophesy to a few of you on here. Your heart has become so callous that even when you're in the presence of God, you can't even feel him anymore because there's so much hurt and there's so much offense that you're carrying. And I feel to say this again, the only reason why you were carrying it <clears throat> is because you've convinced yourself that you have to.
You've convinced yourself that if I, if I carry it, if I remain strong, nobody will ever take advantage of me again. Not realizing that that's going to work. That's going to work uh, in reverse. It's going to actually keep people out of your life that mean you good. It's going to keep people out of your life that are supposed to help you to go further. Come on, I'm going to say it again. I said it before and I'll say it again. You need relationship. You need connection. I'm not talking about a love life right now as much as I'm talking about people that has a key in their hand to open the door that you are waiting on God to open for you in 2024. Let me tell y'all, I feel to say this right now for some of you, you cannot go into this new year with that wall still up around your heart. You cannot go into this new year still calloused on the inside, still angry, still bitter, the bitter black woman. You cannot go into this new year with that type of mindset. You've got to let it go because the person that did it to you, they are dead and they are gone. The dead know nothing. They, they, they can't even feel that you are angry toward them and you think that you are hurting them, but you're only hurting yourself. Let me tell you what you're about to end up as. You're about to end up as the old woman who has nobody but a bunch of cats that cannot talk to her a bunch of cats all in her all in her apartment and every meal that you cook is loaded with cat hair it smells like cat pee in your apartment that's what you're about to end up as if you don't lower this wall come on you have the power to bulldoze it well how do i bulldoze it how do i tear it down pastor chanel by admitting first that it's there the first, the first step toward deliverance. Come on. I'm talking to some people that are in the ministry. I'm talking to some people that's been saved for a long time. I'm talking to people today that's only been saved for a little while. The first step toward deliverance is by admitting that the offense is there, is by admitting that the bitterness is there. It's by admitting that the hurt is there. It's by admitting that the pain is there. Admit it. Stop denying it. By you denying it, that does not make you strong because by you denying it and still walking around with it, it is actually taking your strength. Come on, let me just tap in for a second because I hear the Lord say that for some of you, you've been thinking that you need a vacation. You've been thinking that you need a day of rest in your bed. And when you go to do that, you find Find yourself still tired and you're wondering what's wrong. Let me tell you what's wrong. You are carrying a weight in your heart. Come on. The Bible says that we are to lay aside every weight that so easily besets us. You are carrying a weight in your heart and the spirit of the Lord says it's time for you to lay it aside. And today is the day because that weight is that weight is taking your strength.
And that weight keeps on getting heavier and heavier and heavier because there are some things that you are not supposed to be doing alone in this season. It is not your responsibility to open the door. It is the responsibility of the Lord. And the Lord would lay, he wants to lay you on the heart of someone that has your answer. He wants to lay you on the heart of someone that is carrying your breakthrough, but he will not do that because he knows the moment that he does that and that person comes into your life, you're going to hurt them just like you've hurt every other person that has wanted to help you in the past. Come on. I'm talking to somebody on today. I don't know who you are. But I'm telling you that in this season, if you desire to walk through your open door, if you desire to experience the season, the shift that God has for you, the first thing that you've got to do is fix your perception because right now you've been blinded. You're like the man in the word of God. I believe it's in Mark chapter eight. You're like that man that was blind. But when God laid his eyes on him, the first thing that God did was God fixed the way that he saw man in the realm of the spirit. He saw men walking as trees. And then Jesus came back and laid hands on him and God completely restored his vision and he was able to see clearly. Come on, the first thing that God wants to do is fix the way that you see people in the realm of the spirit because right now it's distorted. Not everybody means you harm. Yes, while we understand that some people might mean you harm, but that's okay. No weapon formed against you should prosper. Not everybody means you harm. Some people that are coming in your life, they want to help you. As a matter of fact, they've been sent to take you to the next level. But if you don't remove that wall, if you don't allow the Lord to heal your sight, you're never going to be able to perceive that. And you're going to live the remainder of your days thinking that everybody's after you. Paranoia. We come against it right now in the name of Jesus. We cast it down. We decree and declare that no anxiety will be able to come nigh your dwelling. I pray over your sight and I declare that it is being repaired today. I declare that you are seeing men the way that God sees them. I declare that your fruitful days are coming back. I declare that divine restoration is coming into your life in the name of Jesus. Come on, we've come to the end of the show, but if you have been blessed, let me see some hearts. Let me see some likes. Let me see some one, one, ones, whatever it is that you got to write. Let me know that you were blessed by today's show. I feel like we're going to stay right here because God wants to restore some stuff in your life. And today it starts. And it starts with you no longer being in denial, but admitting that, yes, I was hurt. Yes, I went through it. Yes, I got offended. Yes, I got angry. Yes, I've carried this bitterness around, but today I let it go. We release it in the name of Jesus. Guys, 
I love you so very much. If you want to be a blessing to Wednesdays are for women, the giving information is right up above my head and you can do so by being a blessing to this broadcast. Uh, it'll really help us to be able to continue doing the big things that God is asking of us. I love you guys so very much. Remember, Wednesdays are for women.